Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsaved, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. Father, we thank you. The book of Psalms, chapter 24. Lift up your heads, O ye gate, and be lifted up, O ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. The verse number 8. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. God is good. Great. Now, I told you, Claire, that in God's kingdom, your success in destiny is not predicated on the love God has for you. Because the love that God has for you was never created to make a man succeed. It was only created for a man to find comfort in eternity. Please. I feel like teaching tonight, but I must break it down small. Men will not succeed in life because God loves them. If that alone was the reason why people succeed, then everybody should be a billionaire by now. If it was the love of God that was sponsoring the, the present success of a man's life, by now nobody should be sick. If the love of God alone was granting people access into what they were created to have, I don't think people should pray and ask God for anything again. Because the love of God is so, is so strong beyond human understanding. And God says, it will not take the love of God to bring a man into height in his kingdom. It will take the love of God. Am I communicating? Okay. There is this fire in my stomach tonight. I cannot preach here. I cannot preach here. It would always take the law of God to access a man into realms. Am I communicating? Yes. Because God has always said in his own word that if a man must become who he was born to be, they must understand the principle of obedience. Am I communicating? So anytime somebody disrespects any law in the spirit, automatically you are subjected to pain eternally. It is easy for somebody to point hand and say the enemy is after my life. But they can't access to know which law they disobeyed in the spirit. I told you your obedience to one principle in the kingdom will not automatically give you every access in God's kingdom. Because every principle you obey in God's kingdom will give you one thing you obey. Am I complicating here? There are many virtues domiciled in God. So the fact you've obeyed one principle doesn't mean principle two must honor you. Never. If you obey principle one, principle one must bless you. Now, God says that you are a human being in the flesh. Now, understand that what you want to have in life has been placed in something we call gates. And not until gates are open, you can't see the king of glory. Look at me. God told me, aside sin, the greatest pain that can ever happen to anybody is when the devil succeeds in making you live somebody's life. Because in the realms of the spirit, exchange is a possibility. There are people today, they are living the life of somebody. 
And somebody is also living their own life. And God says, in order for you to live the life created by God for you, the gates over your life must be broken. If not, they can never see the king of glory. Am I teaching a church? If you begin to look at your life from God's perspective, you realize you are living below heaven's expectation. If God is to tell you how you were created to be, you realize you are living a life of failure. What you are applauding as success, God says it is, it is called failure in disguise. I'm telling you. Because some were created to become kingdom millionaires, but the enemy has changed who they are. Some were created to become married people, and the enemy infiltrated their spirit being and changed who they are. Am I communicating? Look at me. Your peace and comfort in this world is attached to the breaking of the gate. If the gates don't lift up their head, you can never be called the king of glory. Look at me. The greatest among men are people who live by discernment. I told you, you can't explain life outside spirituality. People go to school and they become so knowledgeable that they feel that life is what they learned in school. Oh, am I completing here? At the point in time, people begin to explain life based on the air they breathe in. And God says, life has got to do with the being of a man who existed before time began. That's life. Uh, am I communicating, church? Uh, am I communicating? So if you must understand the principle that governs life, you must know that life is what? Spiritual. You can't do anything excluding or excluding without spirituality. It's impossible. Now, God says, if your head must be lifted up, the gates must lift up the heads. I told you that in the realm of the spirit, nothing is hidden. Just that you are not expected to possess or have power over them until you have the rank of that thing. Am I teaching here? Am I preaching church? Okay. So, this young lady is here. God is good. She has seen Antigena sitting behind the, the wall. Praise God. Now, in the rest of the spirit, just as the way she can see Antigena, understand that what she's praying to have is also a living thing. Because everything that lives in heaven is giving God pleasure. So you must have life to give God praise. You didn't get me? That car you're looking for, there is actually something in heaven that is giving God praise. Oh, you didn't hear me? Uh, am I communicating? The car might not be in heaven physically. There are spirits in church that communicate cars to men physically. So that spirit in the name of a car is giving God praise in heaven. Because you can't be in heaven and be at peace. You must, you must serve God. But look at me. This lady here is not expected to touch what she's asking God for. Until she has, she has the rank for that. If you don't have the rank, you only see with your eye. You can't touch. You can't feel it. Now, God says the distance between you and your breakthrough is the gate. If the gates are not brought down, you can't succeed in life. There are people they have seen who they are meant to be, but they can't become it. And I told you, it's very painful to know what should be and not become the experience of it. That's why through prophecy, we tell people who we are meant to be like. Am I communicating? So God says the prosperity of your destiny lies in the mouth of your prophet. Am I communicating? If the gates are not lifted on high, you can never have what we call glory. Jesus Christ wanted to have power over the world he created himself. But before they submitted the keys to his own hands, they asked him who he was and he called himself the king of glory. Am I teaching him? If you don't exercise authority on the gate, you can't make it alive. You will try your best and your best will still not try you. God is good.
I told you, gate has got nothing to do with those in the spirit. Gate has got to do with spirits who have come together to enforce their plan on a human being. Did you hear me? Gate has got to do with the union of evil spirits. And they say, Kai, we see a young lady called Nenekia rising with a swan star. Let us come together as one people. Even demons understand the language and the power of unity. Let us come together as one people to fight this lady from coming up. So automatically she feels she has the power to tell what she's been praying for. But something is stopping her from getting that. It's called gate. Anything that stops you from going to the level created by God for you, it is called gate. So gates are just not doors. Their spirit have come together as one people to fight a man. Look at me, church. Every human being that has a destiny has an enemy. If that makes sense. If you were born of a woman, automatically you have what? An enemy. You don't choose your enemies. You can't even choose your battles. Your battles will choose you. Oh, am I communicating? Oh, God is good. So our lady is trying to go up, but she can't get there. Because spirits have become like walls blocking her view. Now look at me. In the wraps of the spirit, if you don't become who God created you to be like, you realize that any other thing you do will not make sense to you. Because the life that was created for you is not this way. So you may have success in money. You may even succeed in giving it to children. Yet the very joy that should make you human will be dead. So there are people they live in Europe and they tell you it's better for me to live in Africa than Europe. Because they were told that Kai, come over to Europe and come and have greener pastures. But they realized that no, there is something more to life than Europe. Oh, true of us. <laughs> I, I, I listened to an interview by that was granted by one billionaire in Nigeria. They saw him having a small Nokia phone in his hand. And he said, you are the third richest man in Nigeria. And you are the 10th richest man in Africa. Please, why would you not buy an iPhone or Samsung, but you chose Nokia? And he said he has all the money to buy whatever he wants to buy in this world. But anytime he gets that thing, after getting it, he asks himself, what is it more to it that he can't see again? He says he has slept in the most expensive hotels before, and the sleep was not different. He has eaten the most expensive food, the food was not different. Hello? He said he wore the most expensive slippers and his legs did not change. He wore the most expensive attire, his body still did not change. The mind told him comfort is good, but something still made him who he is. So he said there's no need to go after all these things. Huh? If the enemy makes you live the life that's not born for you, eh, you realize that you lose the passion to live. You prefer death over life. There are people today, they are asking themselves, why did God even create me? At a point in time, they are forced to blame their own parents. That probably is because of the pains that my mom calls somebody that has suffered this way. Because to them, everything looks bad on their side. They just can't be happy. Eh? There are people, they smile on the outside. But deep inside, they are sad. I'm telling you. Deep inside, they ask themselves, why has life been so unfair unto my part? Look at me. The devil was once anointed and he was gifted with the power to see what can become of a man. I'm telling you, 
What did King Herod see in Jesus who was just one day old? That said, make sure that every newborn boy that is born in this place must be killed and murdered. My communicator. Hey, when you realize that life has been unfair unto you, check this mystery called gates. Gates are fighting you. These are spirits that said, we can't let you prosper in life. Before this spirit will let you go through them, it's either you have submitted to their own counsel or you have defeated them. If you can't defeat them, they'll make you a slave. I want to change Oh, God is good. Look at me, church. Because believers, you only become serious when you come to church. Because some believers, they only understand the power of prayer when we come together like this to pray. Personally, they don't have any prayer life. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you don't know. It's hard for somebody to pray for an hour every night. Because they say no need to it. Because the flesh will tell them tomorrow you have to go to work. Oh, you don't get it. Oh, you don't know. For instance, somebody says, ah, tomorrow by six I must get ready for work. So why would I have to come to church and close at nine o'clock? What time will I rest? What time will I wake up? Because the person still needs more energy to work tomorrow. Aha. Uh-huh. So since the enemy knows that you are passionate about money, they will make sure that money becomes a priority. Whereby they will let you forget what you must do in order to become a human being before the Lord. Am I communicating? Whereby you will be so job oriented that you will forget your need as a human being. So in the day of danger, you will call for, you will call for help and help will not come to you. Because the name you don't call God in secret can manifest in public. If you must break through in life, you must understand how to deal with evil gates. Every human being that became a voice in this world were people who dealt with what? Gates. Hey, a gate can frustrate you forever. Yesterday, I was led by God to write 10 wisdom nuggets I have learned in 10 years in ministry. And I wrote that it's possible for you to trust an enemy you didn't hear me? It's possible to be fed by a witch in the name of good advice. Oh, you don't know. God is good. When spirits stand before you and they begin to battle you, the first thing they do is to attack what gives you joy. Because in the realm of the spirit, the, the best message anybody can ever preach to you is the message you preach to yourself. When you are destined from the inside, an outer voice can't break your hope. When you are encouraged from the inside, the present circumstances can't change who you are. Oh, you can be so focused that you forget pain. If that makes sense. You can be so focused that you forget what you go through in destiny. True or false? So the enemy must make sure they kill what gives you hope. If you must prosper in life, guide that thing that gives you joy in life. Because your inner joy is your outer strength. Praise God. Hey, there are people, they began life on a good note and all of a sudden, they feel they can't continue again. Sit down, please. There are people, they began life on a good note and they feel that life has been so unfair unto them. So it's better for them to just give up like that. The Lord told me, anyone who ever give up in life is a sinner. Do you know why? Because in the place of the process, you are entrusted with God's integrity. And you focus on the present pain and forget the future. 
Ah, some people, eh, they will get to a place in life, they will ask God for a second chance. And it will be far from them. Then he said, second chances are not for every human being. If that makes sense. The fact God has mobilized chance in his kingdom doesn't mean everybody is created to partake in it. Some people, they may never have it. Church, you might be the first person with that unction on your head that is coming from that family. If you give up, you have killed thousands of souls. The enemy can't assess you until the enemy kills your hope. Something is telling you that God can bless you. This is how get to preach. Something is telling you that life has been so unfair. Hey, look at me, church. We're here. In the name of, let me work hard and keep money because I have tomorrow. Pray that your tomorrow will turn out the way you want it to be like. Because tomorrow is a mystery that no prophet can uncode, I'm telling you. I, I want to tell you, that, that idea that came into your mind to start saving money, I told you, people save money and in the day of danger, money can't save them. Oh, praise God. You know, gates can't fight you until they make you, they will let you, they will let you devalue the worth of the spirit. They will tell you that try to be physical about everything. Some people, they don't understand how things are being done in the spiritual kingdom. So they give up any how they want. Huh? Anything you do in the place of pain is a character you have. If God wants to see how faithful you are, he allows pain tries you. The very moment you give up on that thing, God says, Kai, you are still a child in God's house. You can't become the son. He says, you tell that the son of the air is ruling your own life and atmosphere. I, I might complicate church. What is that thing telling you can't make it in life? Eh? Never listen to any human being who has disobeyed God's voice. You hear me? Never listen to anybody who has what? Disobeyed God's voice. If you want to know that the man has lived obedience, check the presence they carry. Because the best gift any spirit can ever give is a presence. You hear me? There is a glory that comes upon a man when they live in consecration to God's way. Oh, I'm right. Something about them that God has blessed them. One was living in the office today. A lady who lives in Germany has been seeing our late bishop in the dream. She has never seen grandpa before. Never met grandpa before. Never even ever listened to the message before. But because of the glory that was given to my late grandfather, even though he is dead, gone, he's still alive in spirit. Oh, God is good. Church, there's a way and how God can let glory speak for you. Look at me. When God wants to pay a price, he sends forth his glory. Because glory is the currency of heaven. You need to clap your hands. Oh, God is good. Gates are not expected to fight him up until they break that thing that encourages your soul. God is good. Hey, when things are bad, don't give up. Am I right here? When things are tough, never look back. Am I coming in? Because the very day you begin to say that, Kai, life is too hard. You are saying, God, there's no need for you to bless me again. I have never seen anybody stand in the church to say, I'm giving testimony. Saying, the man of God, I want to thank God that God has blessed me so much. And I want to tell God that God should stop blessing me. Because they are way too much. They are way too much. So, I, I want to say publicly that God, if it's okay, just keep the blessing. Let me. <laughs> Praise God. Oh God, you've blessed me too much. 
I have, to, I have more than many. So let me, let me just, let me just, just, just let me keep the one I have here. Hello? You know, the life of the man was created to have more. And you can't be satisfied. Oh, am I right? Solomon said, four things never sit enough. One is the earth. Two, the graveyard. You are made of the earth, so you can't have more. Every time something must pop up. Number two, gates are not expected to operate until they put fear in your heart. The Lord told me, any man that is filled with fear is an ignorant man. Did you hear me? Any man that is filled with fear is what? It's an ignorant man. Church, people become bold in life when they have the right information on how to go about things. They say, well, how information can make you bold before man? <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't get me? Oh, are you aware that if you begin to speak with someone in authority and you don't have what they have, automatically you feel frustrated before them? Something about you dies. You don't know. Oh, you don't know. Hey, there is no way the enemy can fight your life until they daft your mindset. Hey, I told you that in this kingdom of God, God only saved your soul. He didn't save your mind. He left the salvation of your own thing. I'm telling you. So God says, Apostle Paul, tell the Romans that in order for them to have a complete form of salvation, they must guide their mindset. Fear is one thing that kills faster than disease. Fear has killed more people than failure ever did. If that makes sense. There are people the enemy has killed that thing in them that you can't make it alive. So for some reason, you just can't do it. Uh, God is good. Uh, when you go through journey, select what you hear like beans. Am I right? I keep asking myself, what is that thing that gave Abraham hope that the voice he heard was not of God? The Bible never said there was a track record of service in Abraham's house. Yet he could see that this was God's voice. In fact, the voice didn't give him any promise. He says, leave your father's house now. He packed the things and left the house. There was no GPS at that time. How did he know that God would take him to a place of comfort? I communicated. Church, look at me. You should never be afraid of the future when you have placed the future in the hand of a known God. Many are in pains and tears because of something they think might happen to them. Eh, the very moment the enemy begins to bring imagination, you ensure that what you think about will happen. Because the mind can't tell if it's a thought or reality. It must take place. One thing connects the body and the spirit and it's called the mind. There are people, all they hear is fear, fear, fear. For some reason, it just, it just binds them, it holds them. I told you, there is no mountain anywhere. Your ignorance is your mountain. Oh God, is good. There is no mountain anywhere. Two years ago, I was watching an interview on YouTube. And they were asking the CEO of Nokia. You know Nokia phone, right? Nokia. They asked him that, bros, years ago, you were the, 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 the lead maker in this game. At a point, you became the richest man in this game. What really happened? The man wanted to speak and tears began to come off his eyes. 
He said, we didn't know what happened. But one way or the other, we just failed. We didn't know what happened. We thought we were so comfortable that I can help us, but we just failed. So we didn't see iPhone coming. We didn't see someone coming. He said, when they started, we thought that Kai, since we've been in this game for years, we are comfortable. And after 10 years, people said, Kai, no care. Oh, yeah. Go away. Oh, God is good. You never thought that. You know, there are people you have never met them physically before. But you talk every day on phone. Two of us. I mean, I'm all right. You can do WhatsApp video call. Yes, it was Viber. I'm all right. Skype came and Viber came. <laughs> and the emo came as well. I forgot. <laughs> God is good. At that time, we knew nothing about putting a picture on your WhatsApp status. Uh, God is good. Uh, at that time, almost everybody was going for Samsung Galaxy. Two of us. Until iPhone came. That everybody wants to drive to iPhone. Am I communicating? And I know that in heaven, those with iPhone would, would be called, would be called God's own. Eh, look at me. This thing called destiny, God never tells us the process. He only tells us how the future will look like. My last word, and I pray for you. I bless him of God. There is no way gates can fight you on the gate. Make sure you obey God's voice. Because anytime a man walks in disobedience, your garment becomes stained with sin and iniquity. It can be said of you that this person, something about God's glory has left him. So let's fight him. You can't blame God for what you go through until you know you have obeyed his voice. Some people are just not obedient. They just can't obey God's voice. It's hard for them. When it has to do with a man doing what God wants him to do, you will look like a fool before men. That's life. When it concerns God, hey, you don't expect everyone to interpret what you hear. Because the voice that came was not a conference call. Every human being you meet in this kingdom, if the person is not filled with the spirit of wisdom, they would always interpret what they hear into what they can understand. Am I right? If you meet anybody who is not filled with the spirit of wisdom, they will always interpret what they hear into what they can understand. So God says, I will not drop my parcels for swines or pigs because they will trample on it. Eh, the greatest privilege you can ever have in God's kingdom is to hear God. When you are charged to hear God on what matter in life, don't disobey. Because in God's kingdom, if you delay in obedience, it's called disobedience in disguise. Look at me, church. Anything that a man produces is as a result of the voice he listens to. Did you hear me? The outcome of your life is as a result of the voice sponsoring you on the journey. There are believers today, they pray in the name of God, listen to them. Eh, prayer was never created to give you things. It was created to bond you with God. Your obedience to His law will give you things you want. Not prayer. I'm telling you. Don't be deceived. You don't pray for financial prosperity. Did you hear me? It won't come. Because the laws of God were not designed to do that. Listen to me. 
Anytime you walk in disobedience, your garment becomes still in iniquity. They can tell that Kai, the glory that was once upon this person has left him. Oh, am I communicating? <laughs> Look at me. Sin will not stop you from hearing God. It will only stop you from accessing God. That is what your creator should be. Ah, Adam ate what God told him not to eat. When God came, he heard God's voice. But that intermingling that was meant to take place couldn't happen again. Because he was staying in spirit. Church, obedience must be your highest priority. Did you hear me? Obedience must be what? Your highest priority in life. I was in London for a conference. I preached for my friend, Apostle Emmanuel. Remember? After the program, God told him that every money that came for the program, he should give it to me. God is good. Strange enough. So, I, I was preaching on Saturday. I realized it became very disturbed. Because they had to pay for the rent. I mean, for the hall. Everything they did. The hotel, everything. Strange enough. He says, God has said it. We'll do it. Now, he told his elders that God says every money that comes from the program, we should get to Benjamin. God is good. So, on Saturday, the place was packed. Heavy miracle. The man told me in his heart, he was praying that people would not come and give the offering. Because looking at the people there, if everyone should give a hundred pound, the guys become millionaire. God is good. Saturday, I was too tired, but I felt to prophesy. Crazy. I began to prophesy from 8 o'clock to 10 p.m. My auntie was there. That this senior sister, Pastor Regina, was there. She began to say, I'm seeing the spirit of my father in you. He says, You are doing the same thing I saw my father did. And God took me to raise an altar of 50 people giving a hundred pounds. They all came out. God says, Yeah. And I said, you can bring it on Sunday. They said, man of God, no. But what you've seen God use it to do here, let us drop the money at your feet. And strange enough, the hall they rented for the program, opposite it was actually an ATM. So everybody went outside to bring the money. Some even paid double. <laughs> I was like, hey, God, it's serious. So I'm like, oh, Father, thank you for this money because we used to pay for the church rent and everything like that. So after service, on Sunday, Apostle came with the servant of God. God asked us to give you everything. I said, I can't do that. I mean, you know, the ticket was bought, everything. So at least you should take something. And I said, no, no, God told us that. So I placed the money on my bed and I went to church. After preaching, a lady came to church and got to her. She prophesied to her. But the, the prophetic was heavy. And she said, God told her yesterday night. To come and empty her accounts for that church. She's not a member in that church. And she happens to be a lawyer in that church. Now, they told me that every month they pay thousand pounds. So since it's 12 months, it's 12,000 pounds. And they lick him with 13,000 pounds. And some of them have this. The guy began to shake. Hey, look at me. This thing called destiny. If you have a chance to hear God, you must be glad. Because you don't know what God has for you, and I'm telling you. After service, I don't know, but I saw Apostle and the wife. They were rolling on the floor. They, we, all, we all were white. They began to roll on the floor. I'm like, ah, Papa, I mean, it's, it's just part of God. With what I have seen God do just within 
a 24 hour disobedience. I can't sit down. God is good. Ah. If God tells you from his scriptures, and if God tells you from the mouth of the prophet, church, do it. Mary says, whatever he tells you to do what? Do it. Being a fifth church. <laughs> Lift up your hands. <laughs> whatever he tells you hey, to do, 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 do it. Do it. Are you blessed, church? Yes. Lift up your hands. <laughs> Lift your hands towards the altar. Yes. You are going to pray just four prophetic prayers. In the course of the preaching, I saw that angels were on the altar. And God told me that there are four people living with instant testament tonight. Amen. Amen. You are telling God right now that Father settled my matter. In yes. so, I don't know what you are going through. My God. I don't know what you are believing for. Amen. But Father settled my matter. Settle my matter. Lift your voice and pray somebody. Clap your hands and pray somebody. Lift your voice and let your voice and pray. Are you praying somebody? Lord, settle my Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lord, set up my Lift your voice and Lift your voice and pray. Somebody, are you clapping your Lift your voice and pray. Clap your hands and pray, somebody. 
lift up your hands. I speak over your destiny. I receive it. That may God standing for you. Amen. And may God fight your battles. Amen. I prophesy over your life. I receive it. That my God shall end your pain. Amen. Somebody say, Lord, Lord. As I pray, as I pray, settle my matter. Say, Holy Ghost. As I clap, as I clap, and I pray, settle my matter. Lift your voice and pray for Lift your voice and pray. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And on website is www.benjaminfodger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. The vision, the mission, the passion.